Today is a special day. We are going to talk about where it all starts as far as our Christian walk. And we're going to first start with 1 Peter 2.34, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. We're going to talk about the cross. We're going to talk about what the Apostle Paul spent most of his life talking about. 1 Corinthians 1.17 For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. He preached the cross, and everything that we're about as Christians starts right there, the cross. Putting it bluntly, today we're going to talk about being saved. And you may ask, what does that have to do with the cross? And my answer to you is everything. It all starts with the fact that Jesus Christ died for our sins and paid our price. And the more we understand that, the more we can identify with what he did for us, our relationship with him will increase. We will understand the depth of what was done, and the more we do that, the more we can see through the Spirit of God, the more our hearts are open to understanding not only what Christ did for each one of us who are saved, and actually he died for the unsaved, the more we understand that, the more we can see through the eyes of hope, we can see the way God wants us to see, which is from his perspective. So today, let's look into the cross a little bit more. Well, being saved means we are saved from God's wrath. It's as simple as that. And some people who believe they are good people believe that because God is good that they will go to heaven just for being good. Well, the Bible has something to say about that. Romans 4, verses 4 through 5. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. Now, what does that mean? That means that if you work for your faith, in other words, if you say to those around you and even to God that you can be good, you don't need God's help, but you actually even may convince yourself to say, I want to do the right thing, but I know that God wants me to be good, so I'll be good. And we think somehow that that has paid the price for sin and that we're going to heaven. The problem is that if you go by what the Bible says, that's not the case. 
you have to receive the Lord. And let's talk about uh, another scripture. John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's pretty clear. The only way that you can get to heaven and be with the Lord is by receiving him, is by, is by doing what he asks, and there's a way to do that. Of course, we call it the sinner's prayer. There's another scripture, Ephesians 4, 5 says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Romans 5, 9, the apostle Paul says, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him, him being Jesus Christ. Now, you may ask or say to yourself, well, I'm a good person. I make mistakes every once in a while, but I'm a good person. I treat people well. I don't believe that God counts that as sin. Well, there are two issues there. One is that we were born in sin. That means that from the time you came out of your mother's womb, you were a sinner. And I know that's hard to believe, but man, born of man and woman, is in sin because the sin travels through the Father, down through history from the fall of man. The reason Jesus is sinless is that his Father was the Spirit of God. He was born without sin. So we have to pay for that sin. The other point is harder to explain, and that is that we do sin. If we really sat down and looked at the scriptures, we would find out that every day, and if not every day, certainly quite often, we would discover that we sinned. Maybe we've said something that's not quite the whole truth, and we do it for good reasons, we believe. We call them white lies. Or maybe we get angry at some person, or we say a bad word, or we, we do something, however minor, we do something that is against God. We need someone to save us. We need someone to pay the price for our sins, which Jesus has offered, and we need someone to stand with us and guide us through our life to help overcome this nature that we have in our flesh this predisposition to sin. Now, I can't tell you how important this subject is. In fact, your Christian walk, your life with God here and now and in the future are based on it. You need to know the Lord. You need to be saved. And for those of you who are listening to this type of thing for the first time and are not saved— I will have a prayer in the next section that will bring you to the Lord. You can walk with the rest of us in the Christian family. But I'm also talking to those that are saved, that by reflecting on your salvation, by, by going back and revisiting your salvation, you can have a closer walk with God. And we'll pray about that too.
Let's start out by praying the prayer of salvation so that we can all pray together in the second part of the prayer as Christians. For those of you who are not saved, please repeat after me. And for those of you who are saved, please pray for our new brothers and sisters. Dear God, I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. I am a sinner. And Father, at this moment, I confess my sins before you. And I repent from my sins. I turn away from my sin. And Father, I come to you recognizing that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. He shed his precious blood for me. And I believe, Lord, that he died and was buried and was resurrected by you. Father, I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior, my personal Savior. And I ask you to forgive my sin. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. For all of you that prayed that prayer with me, believing in your heart, welcome to the kingdom of God. That is the most dynamic, positive, wonderful moment of your life. I would go out and tell everyone, you are saved and going to heaven. With that, if we went too fast, excuse me, if I went too fast with that prayer, please feel free to play that portion of the prayer again. Now that we're all saved, let's pray for recognition of what salvation means to each one of us. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you that you've caused us, called us to be yours. That wonderful invitation to be a child of God and a brother or sister to the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that we will spend our time in heaven with you. But today, Lord, we would also ask that we need a fresh revelation of what it means to be saved. We need a fresh understanding of the depth of that wonderful contract, that wonderful agreement that has been made, that literally changed our lives forever. We know that there's more to learn, Father. We know that this is a deep and wonderful and abiding promise that we now live in. But we need more, Father. We need a greater understanding. Thank you for that in faith. Thank you that in the coming days, you will find wonderful ways by your Holy Spirit to show us the depth of that promise that we may grow closer and closer in our relationship with you. Thank you again, Father, for being so good to us. We worship you, and we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Today was a special day because I believe we brought in to the kingdom new believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
please share this with any of your friends who may not be believers yet and share it with anyone else you think might be interested. Thank you for this week, and I hope you will join me again next week. In the meantime, please consider your salvation and what the Lord Jesus and our Holy Father and the Spirit of God are doing in our lives, and especially think about your salvation and try to plumb the depth of all that it means. God bless you. See you next time.